0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Libraries Open, a podcast where we discuss technology trends in the library community and tools we use with librarians every day. I'm your host, Jessie Zarrow, and today we have Justin Henke joining us. Justin is the team leader for libraries and community spaces at Wellington City Council. Hello, Justin.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Hi, I am great and so excited to have you here.
1: It's great to be here. It's uh, rainy, but otherwise lovely morning in New Zealand as we record this
0: which is exciting because it's the afternoon here so
1: time travel this is the time travel podcast now (laughs)
0: Well, today we invited Justin to talk to The Library is Open about community, and um, I will say I have been following Justin for years in the library community, so I'm excited that now we have the chance and opportunity to talk a little bit about what you do. So, Justin, first tell us, how did you get into the library world, and then talk a little bit about what your role is now?
1: Yeah, so um, I got into the library world because of my mother-in-law. She's a librarian. And when I met my wife, Haley, um, I was kind of searching for what I wanted to do. I wanted to finish college. I know that, but I didn't know anything past that. And she said, you like being with people. Um, libraries are all about people, hanging out with people, helping people. And um, I really um, it didn't click with me at first because I, of course, thought libraries were just books. Because when I was a kid, I went to the library every other week and I would get seven books on whales. And that was my only experience with libraries. So um, she kind of nudged me in that direction. And uh, I kind of, I just trusted her. And I said, yeah, sure, let's try this out. And um, she kind of pushed me to being a teen librarian because she Mm -hmm. said that was um, back then, uh, 2005. It was kind of an up and coming like idea in libraries, Mm -hmm. hanging out with teenagers and graphic novels and fun things in libraries so she said you'd be good at doing that so I started doing that and uh I think I was good at it because um it seemed like the things that I was doing in my library at the time I was in Clary in Pennsylvania part-time um people mm-hmm. dug it and people came to it and it was a lot of fun so I made the quick decision like I just finished up my undergraduate and I was not going to lose that momentum went right into grad school and I, I just did it and um stayed uh working part-time as a teen librarian that whole time and um then I got my my first job while I was in grad school I had to finish and do all that and you know then I moved to New Jersey and then moved quite a few places and I started new services because that was fun yeah at that time there's so much so many cool things that you could do like you know just the thought of like we made a lot of music. I, I, I like to make music. So yeah. I, I, I bring that into libraries a lot. And, um, you know, just that idea was kind of radical at that time. People were like, Whoa, you can't bring a guitar in here or you can't do that. And it was like, yeah, you can actually do anything if you want to. And if that's what the people want. Um, so I did that for a long time. And um, about six years ago now, wow. Um, I made the jump into management and leadership because, I have kids of my own, so I thought, spending too many time with library kids, um, so I'm going to switch and um, become a library leader and start to do that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, and you also asked what I'm doing now. Yeah. I, well, I'm in New Zealand, and I'm the team leader for the northern suburbs uh, of libraries and community spaces of Wellington, New Zealand. Um I oversee two libraries and four community centers. Community centers are basically what they sound like, um, gathering points for the community, rentable spaces. um, So people can come in, you know, host their events, host their meetings, Mm -hmm. uh, host their classes. Very much, you know, things that libraries do. Um, It's just, you know, the, the buildings are set up for that kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, libraries, if you... Don't have a newer library where you have those public spaces in mind. Oftentimes, like a lot of older libraries are carving out like, oh, that used to be an office, but now it's a co-working space that people can book out. The community centers have those spaces all set up. So, yeah, I work over those six locations in Wellington, Mm -hmm. um, 30 plus employees, just kind of, you know, keeping things running keeping things, you know, pushing ahead on with ideas and thoughts and structure and all that kind of stuff. Management type stuff. Yeah.
0: How do you collaborate on programs and services with, you know, this community space, outdoor activities or yeah, things like
1: that? So one of the big things I've learned being here and like, I guess kind of in all of management is... Um, give the keys to your employees, kind of, you know, you take the master key ring and you give them that um, instead of holding it on, holding it on for yourself. Um, That that was a learning process for me because I'm very much an ideas and action kind of person. So Mm -hmm. I I, I have so many ideas, like every minute I'll have a hundred ideas and, you know, most of them just fizzle away. Um, So there's, not a lack of that stuff. I had to learn to kind of set that stuff aside when I moved into management leadership Mm -hmm. and instead kind of like figure out prompts and ideas and the buttons to push for staff and say, I trust you, you go for it, you do it. So a lot of what I try to do here is just kind of give people the permission and the nudge that they need. I use Mm -hmm. the word nudge a lot because there's a lot of nudging I need to do in my job, like to get this done or to, this resource kind of a thing. I just gently nudge people in the right direction. Yeah. So I don't, um, so I, yeah, yeah, to get things going in these libraries and community centers, I just kind of let it be directed by those people. Um, and, you know, just have conversations with them and say, you know, notice little things like, oh, I, I saw you were doing that. That's really wonderful. And that just opens up a whole like, um, conversation. Yeah. Like what we're having here. Yeah. I, I, um, we're, we're in, um, COVID lockdown here, meaning we don't leave our houses for a while.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Cause there's some community cases in New Zealand. And I was just chatting with one of the community center coordinators. She asked me a question. She said, Justin, I know like you like music. Um, I'm putting together a video where can I get some like free online music? And, um, I helped her with a resource uh, of where she could get that but then it kind of just kind of we just started talking about music and how I, I was like this is great you're putting out this video you're doing this for your community wonderful and then she just started opening up about all the other things she wanted to do around music in her community center and uh, we got onto to karaoke for a while and ultimately she's going to run a karaoke I'm going to sing um, and um, we're trying to track down karaoke equipment within the um, library network right now and we didn't expect to be chatting about that but you know through conversations and through like that nudging you know we're doing things
0: I want to come back to something you said earlier about like right when you got into libraries and you wanted to introduce music and you came in and were playing your guitar and people were like well that's not what happens at libraries Mm
1: -hmm. and I feel
0: like you and I have lived in this world where people believed that libraries were just a place where you go get books
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we've turned into again more of like a community where you can go and take your picture because maybe you're going on a trip and you need a passport picture and you need help, yeah. or you want to start a podcast but you don't have any equipment and now you can go in there and edit your podcast at the library. You could yep. also probably go and find some books or download some books from exactly. overdrive or cloud library or whatever the vendor is. But yeah. we've become this community hub and. I love that you talk about like the leadership aspect of it, like how you can influence people or like guide them to bring out the best in what they have. Everyone has their own, like oh, yeah. uh niche or, you know, something that they love or they're passionate about. And then you bring all those people together and now the library has this huge community of
1: so individuals. Good. Yeah. I, I, individuals. That's yeah. so, that's, you know, um, I guess, like, I I get really bored with reading, like, leadership, like, books and stuff like that, because it feels like they're always trying to push this, like, homogenous, we are one team, and we're, we're focused on this thing, but, like, Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot cooler, and a lot weirder when you have all these, you know, individuals, I like to call them weirdos in my mind, like, like, (laughs) I like to, I feel like I'm gathering up like the Avengers or something like this group of these unique individual weird weirdo people with all their special abilities and just kind of going like have fun you know like there's a um there's a there's a library journal article the library is a platform by David Mm -hmm. Weinberger Mm -hmm. that I just I think about weekly and I I think about like how as the manager the staff are kind of like my avengers you know like you know like i kind of direct them and then the library is like their stage their platform and they do their things and i don't know what it's going to be like i have no idea um we hired i hire neat we hire neat people and then just kind of set them out and see what happens um some of the people i have right now i can't i couldn't imagine the things that they're doing now, I couldn't have imagined that they would be wanting to do that in the uh, interview, but here they are. And it's great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell me what it means to you for a library to be, you know, like truly open to everyone and anyone. Like, you, you know, you say you have all these unique and individual people. But like, yeah. What does it mean to you about the library being a place, like a safe place for them to come to be themselves and like to truly be open to anyone?
1: I think it's like a state of mind you know like you kind of have to like, this is a tough one but I like it um you know like you just have to have this state of mind where you have to know that when you open those doors and you just kind of get ready for your day that anything can happen yeah you have to kind of know that you know you're going to have pretty terrible moments sometimes in libraries but they're going to be bounced out by the good moments you can't have like you can't let one or the other like outweigh each other you can't like only like the good moments and yeah. be driven down in despair so i kind of just try to you know as a leader now in libraries and we've had a lot more moments where it hasn't been great recently i think just cuz of covid and fatigue and everything yeah that you kind of just have to say like we've had this bad moment. You know, it's been tough. You might want to react in a certain way and say like, no, we're going to close this off or no, we're going to stop doing this. But this is a moment in time. We're going to take care of it as best as we can. We're going to get through it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get to the other side so we can keep doing these things. Yeah. So to me, like keeping the library open, moving accessible to everyone is just kind of constantly working on that frame of mind so that you know don't let the bad things push you down keep the good things going that kind of stuff you know Yeah. don't don't shut doors you know like don't go oh we had an issue with this one group we've we've had some issues recently with some teenagers in my library and you know the the, the gut reaction is just to be like let's not let the teenagers in that area and it's like no <laughs> like like if we shut that off, we don't make the library open for people, you know, yeah. especially that group and that, gr- that group will feel that effect, but other people will also feel that effect because that'll displace the teens and, you know, having rules around certain things will just set off the vibe, you know, vibes are important. <laughs> I, right. I believe in all that stuff, like you put out stuff into the world and you get other things back and yeah. That was a very
0: whoo
1: um, answer to your question.
0: And that's good. And it brought up another question. How do you keep staff morale up during times like this lockdown, changing environments, like, you know, keeping a positive attitude all day long when they're working one-on-one with the public?
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's been really tough. I think uh, since COVID, um, I try to tell a lot of jokes and I try to be there <laughs> physically present. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun to have fun and it's great to laugh. And I like, you know, I, life should be fun. Um, right. I, I know not everything's fun, but I mean, you can you can make fun of the tough moments, too. And most of the times, you know, those are the funniest moments. Anywho, um, I try to be as physically present and open as possible for people. Um, yeah. I'm only one person and I manage six spaces, so I can only be in one site at once. Um, and we, one of my branches is actually the biggest library in all of Wellington, so oh, I'm wow. usually there the most. So I see most of my staff through that, through being at that uh, location. But I just try to let everybody know, you know, we live in the 21st century where email, text, there's almost too many ways to get in touch with me. <laughs> and like, you know, like I don't, I don't care if my staff send me a direct message on Twitter or a message on Facebook, even if it's my personal account, Yeah, you know, just like I'm there. There's so many ways to get in touch with me. If you need to talk, I'll be there for you. And, um, just, you know, having fun joking around, talking to people about their interests, um, my office is actually in the workroom where we process all the returns and all that stuff. Uh Um, I don't like to be closed off from the staff. So I try to be open in that way. So, you know, somebody will be returning books and I'll just start uh, talking to them about like, you know, Hey, what kind of music do you like is a really good question. And that opens things up. (laughs) It breaks down that whole, like I'm the boss, they're the worker kind of. Yeah. 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 Uh kindness, you know, like being a human to each other. I think that's really important.
0: Super important. And I just keep thinking of more and more things I want to ask you. Keep going. In our theme of community, um, how do you, like, what about businesses in, in Wellington, like, or Mm -hmm. other, other spaces? Like, do you collaborate with them to to offer programs or services at the community center like talk about the networking or the relationships that you have with those individuals to again make the library open
1: yeah so um wellington city libraries is part of wellington city council okay Um, so wellington city council is kind of like the giant governing local government body Mm -hmm. Um, and within wellington city council are many different what they call business units so Wellington City Council handles libraries, parking services, water, uh, democracy services, all these different areas. So there's already like this really amazing network of people in Wellington City Council. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my job here has been like learning who to talk to and who to work with on things. Yeah. So I know in the community centers, one of the things... um, that we do is we work with a local group called challenge 2000 and um, that group provides like youth services. Um, So, you know, basically kind of similar things that teen librarians do. Mm -hmm. And um, so we work with Wellington city libraries and community spaces would then work with um, Wellington city council's community services group who funds these groups. And so it's kind of, you know, just like a very big web of, network and connections mm-hmm. knowing who to talk to they can help these people get the funding once these people get the funding you kind of direct them and go here are the community centers that need this and that um so it's it's kind of like a web uh of trying to figure out who to talk to and it's a lot of more of um it's a lot more dealing with like government yeah. instead of like going out like in america i would just go straight to a business and be like yo help me with this yeah whereas here in New Zealand I have to go like yo group in Wellington City Council who do you think would be the people here Mm -hmm. and they'd be like these are the people but this is how we have to get them involved so it's a little more tangled of a web but um you know you get things done eventually and then there's areas where like um in the community centers where just like things are just community-led and um when that happens, I just go, yes. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's, I think my role is to go, that's tremendous. You know, um, one of our, uh, community centers, the Linden community center, it's the furthest North location we have in all of Wellington. Um, it's pretty much like right on the border with another district council. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a community center that serves a very underserved population. And that community just kind of has the ball rolling. They run like a weekly um, food kitchen, uh-huh. where they cook a hot meal every Friday. They oh, have food wonderful. parcel pickups. Um, they have after-school classes for kids, mm-hmm. and the community just is kind of like, "This is what we're doing." And my job is to um, work with my employee that's up there and just say, like, "Yes, let them do it." You know, make sure they have this, make sure they have that. Um, They have some volunteers so you know i say things like hey let's get a volunteer contract with them so the job duties are outlined just kind of you know framework kind of stuff yeah saying yes a lot i i I say yes all the time um maybe i should say no more i don't think so i just (laughs) you know it's it's hard to stop an idea like that you know if somebody comes in our libraries and community spaces and has an idea it's always a really good idea. And if we can, the only thing I ask is like, can we pull that off with the staff that we have? And most people now at this point, I've been here two years, have thought that through. They know that Justin's going to ask that yeah, and they've answered it. So go have fun.
0: Awesome. You know, that's, that's like part of the open source community, you know, like Mm -hmm. you bring an idea in of what you want in that product and take it to all the other thousands of people that are using it. And then they also come in and bring their ideas and you just see things like flourish and things that like the first person didn't think about, but another person thought about because they do it a little bit differently at their library. And yeah, that's the one thing I love about the open source community is just like people bringing those ideas and then making them happen with volunteers all over.
1: So my last library ran Koha, and I wasn't involved in the open source community. But like, when when your library runs Koha, you kind of are always on the edge of that community, and it's yeah, I miss it. I miss it terribly. We talked about this a little before we started recording. Yeah, and just the vibe and the feeling of support, and um, coming over here where we don't run an open source um, ILS, um, I, I miss talking to people about those things. I miss hearing about the developments uh, because everything's very closed off with the system we use. Um, So, yeah, open source communities all the time. All the time. Yep.
0: (laughs) Um, Justin, I've really enjoyed talking about communities and everything that you're doing and just hearing the mindset, you know, about like, (laughs) the positivity and keeping your employees like going, which is super important and like being open. And mm-hmm. you said, kindness matters. I have choose kindness on my laptop as I look down and exactly. see it. <laughs>
1: it's so important. It's yeah. so
0: important. Um, for our listeners out there, you should go and read Justin's column that he has in information today called A Day in the Life of a Librarian.
1: Yeah. How'd you come it. up with that? I was listening to the Beatles. Of course. Um, yeah, I, I had been writing like one-off uh, articles for information today. Uh, Brandy is the editor there. She is such uh-huh. a great human being, I adore her. Um, and she just said one time, do you want to do a column? And I, I was like, what will I talk about? I don't know. Um, I like talking to people. So um, would, could a column be me talking to people? And, uh, she said yes. And that was like four years ago and I've been doing it now. Um, but I just, I love it because every month I get to kind of reach out and like, you know, see, there's so many people out there that I want to talk to. I have a long list, but, you know, I kind of just get to pick and choose. I'm like, I want to, I want to learn more about the world through you and then tell all the other world about you. And, uh, yeah, keep that going. So it's been great. I really like um I really like that column. I feel very thankful to have that.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love reading them. I just read the one with cool. Stephanie Chase.
1: Stephanie Chase? Yeah, and I just got a digital issue for the next one. And oh gosh, I can't remember. I we do these like months in advance, so like by the time oh, they yeah. are in print, I'm like, "Oh, I totally forgot." And then I got <laughs> I kind of get to rediscover it. So it's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, as we finish up, tell me, what are you reading or listening to?
1: Um, I haven't been reading much recently. Uh, maybe I've been like in a bit of a slump, I think, probably because of like lockdown. Yeah. Maybe I need to kick myself in the butt. But um, today I have this plan. I am a huge Beach Boys fan. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they just released a box set called Feel Flows. It is a like super in-depth complete uh, box set of their 1969 to 1971 sessions. Uh Um, And I'm just going to like dive into that. I'm going to go straight to like the outtakes and the weird like things where, you know, it doesn't really make sense. But I really like that like nitty gritty detail. I like to learn about how um, that group made music. And uh, I kind of, I start to like learn things about making and building and doing things. I take that and I kind of add that into my life. So I'm going to do that today.
0: Awesome. Enjoy yeah. that.
1: Thank you. I will.
0: All right. Well, Justin, it was fabulous talking to you and just keep on building those communities. And Thank
1: you. Thank you table. for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Great to chat with you. And stay safe over there. Okay. You stay safe as well. Thank Thanks you. for listening, everybody.